It's the Wax Midwest Farm Report podcast with Joe Welke, Kristen Smith, and me, Bob Bosold. On a morning after we got some moisture, still getting some moisture, I think, around the air, if I remember right. I had my windshield wipers on, off and on, coming in this morning, so uh, the rain's letting it up. But still some rain falling in some parts of the listening area. On this Thursday morning here at Wax, it's the shank of the day, baby. And it's chore time. Bob and Jill with you. Raining on your way in? It was raining pretty good. Ah, good. How much rain you figure you got? All of it. <laughs> so the pastures the pastures are getting some water for growing grass. I had to put my boots on last night and slip around and slide around when I was checking cows. Oh, so. that'll do it. That'll do it. I saw Mike Dandry earlier this morning said we got uh, one and a third inches in that rain and a little more is still falling, but... Uh, Four and a half inches so far in May, and we're above normal for May, and we're above normal for the first part of the year as well, over 13 and a third inches for the first part of the year. So, uh, again, we've got uh, got some moisture now, and now we got to let her soak in and dry it up a little bit so we can make some hay. We'll talk about the weather forecast. going to get hot over the weekend, but off and on some chances of rain. One of the good things... The wind should be dying down a little bit. This has been the windiest spring I can ever remember. Yeah, definitely you had to put your hat on lock to keep it on around here. Oh boy, I guess so. So uh, we'll talk about we'll tell you about the weather forecast here in just a moment, but uh the governor's going to be in the area later today, way over in the western part, right over by the river. He's going to be in Plum City during J.M. Watkins meat processing plant talking about the uh, grant money that he's uh, given out around the state to meat processors and going to give out more coming as, uh, again, there's about $15 million in all, $5 million to start, now $10 million announced the other day that we told you about. And, uh, again, Forage Analysis Super Bowl coming up, so a lot of things to talk about this morning. And we also want to say goodbye to a, to a good friend as we go along this morning, Louis Rosendick over in the Wisconsin Rapids area. Passed away on Monday, 97 years old. Louie was a good friend, and what a guy. We'll tell you a little bit more about uh, about Louie coming up. We'll tell you more about the weather, too. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Hey, let's check the weather courtesy of Mark Ward Motors. You know, they're hiring an auto body metal technician, an auto body detailer, and an office administration person. So that's three different people. They're not all going to have to be uh, working in the office and then go out in the body shop. So they're looking for three people. Auto body technician, metal technician, an auto body detailer, and an office administrative person. And Markward offers a competitive salary with generous benefit packages as well. Apply in person or at markwartmotors.com. Well, it's cloudy out there. Still some rain falling in uh, some areas of the wax listening area. Gradually uh, clearing out later tonight. Tomorrow should be a mostly sunny day with a high in the mid to upper 70s. Partly cloudy on Saturday, 78, 85. Chance of rain with, uh, again, temperatures in the 80s on Sunday and Monday. Monday, Memorial Day, 89. Partly cloudy again, a little chance of rain. And then it looks like uh, in the next week, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, I looked at the advanced forecast. It looks like uh, should be some good hand weather next week. Not this week, but next week. And uh, right now, 50 degrees in Eau Claire. And again, not going to get a lot warmer than that. Just about 61 is the high temperature for today. But 
So hang in there, 70s and 80s, maybe 90s, too. And if you're going to do that over Memorial Day weekend, do it carefully, please, and uh, don't do it and drive. But uh, enjoy the Memorial Day weekend. If you're going to be drinking or whatever you're going to be doing, but uh, again, enjoy it safely, won't you? It's 5 o'clock, a minute after. This is 104.5 FM, WAXX Eau Claire. Here's some news. NBC News Radio, I'm Mark Mayfield. Texas Governor Greg Abbott is expressing skepticism about adding any new gun control laws. We need to realize that, that people who think that, well, maybe we could just implement tougher gun laws, it's going to solve it. He told reporters the laws wouldn't be a real solution before citing shootings in Chicago, Los Angeles, and at New York City. The Republican believes there are solutions to ending violence, but not through new legislation. Nineteen students and two teachers were shot to death Tuesday at Robb Elementary in Uvalde. At least 17 others were wounded. The gunman was killed by law enforcement. Students across the nation are being called on to take action today after a Texas school massacre. A youth activist group is trying to organize a walkout at noon Eastern time. The goal is to pressure lawmakers to respond to what happened Tuesday in the small town of Uvalde. The group wants stricter gun laws, saying students deserve to learn and live without fear. Twitter is paying $150 million to settle a lawsuit that alleges it sold user data it collected improperly. Brian Shook explains. The lawsuit brought on by the FTC and Justice Department says Twitter asked for phone numbers and email addresses to secure accounts between 2014 and 2019, going on to let advertisers use the info in targeted ads. I'm Brian Shook. A leaky roof, standing water, and broken equipment... That's what inspectors found at a baby formula plant in Michigan. The FDA commissioner revealed what he called unsanitary conditions during a House hearing yesterday about the nationwide shortage of formula. He also admitted his agency didn't respond to the problems fast enough. The plant shut down in February after a recall, but is taking steps to reopen next weekend. And a street sign in Minneapolis is now renamed to honor the life of George Floyd. His brother and aunt attended a ceremony last night exactly two years after he was killed during a police arrest. You're listening to the latest from NBC News Radio. For those who work in acres, not in hours, Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Still a little wet out there this morning in some places, some areas. The rain has pretty much uh, slowed down, stopped. Other areas are still getting some rain this morning. And there will be a cloudy day. It's moving through, but there will be a cloudy day today. Starting to clear up, and only 61 today or so. So not going to get warm today. 42 and clearing overnight, and then tomorrow. Then we start a warm-up. Sunny on Friday and 76. Partly cloudy on Saturday, 78. Sunday, 85 with a chance of rain. Monday, 89. Partly cloudy, uh, get a chance of rain off and on on Monday. Then it looks like Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday into next week. We're going to have uh, pretty nice conditions, partly cloudy to partly sunny conditions. High's going to be in the 80s. So, again, get the rain through here and get that alfalfa to grow a little bit, and it'll be cutting time next week. So, again, not now through the weekend, it looks like, but uh, after Memorial Day, looks like it should be pretty good weather. we got an inch and a third in Eau Claire with that rain, with a little mist still in Eau Claire falling down, but uh, nothing real serious. 48 degrees in Rice Lake. 50 in Medford, Wausau at 54, Marshfield 52, 55 in La Crosse, 57 over in Green Bay, Madison, Sun Prairie at 64, Milwaukee at 66, and it's uh, even 50 degrees right now in the Eau Claire Chippewa Falls area. Again, looking for 
about 61 today. Farm markets are brought to you by Rural Mutual Insurance. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. You may know Rural Mutual Insurance as the number one farm insurer. But did you know they also offer a competitive home, auto, business, and life insurance? They make it convenient to bundle your insurance while saving you time and money. Visit RuralMutual.com to learn more. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. The crack of dawn never sounded so good. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Once again, 50 degrees, still a little showers out there. The wind's going to die down too, so that will be nice to have a little less wind around the area. As Rural Mutual brings us our markets and where we at, Jill, on the livestock. Choice fed beef steers are 136 to 149 with mixed at 70 to 135. Choice fed Holstein or choice fed beef heifers are one thirty eight to one forty three and a half with mixed at one sixteen to one thirty seven. Choice fed Holstein steers are one twenty two to one thirty one with selects at ninety to one twenty one. Cows are sixty four to ninety six and a half with bulls at sixty four to one seventeen. Butcher hogs are sixty to ninety three with sows at forty to fifty six. Boars are 21 to 27. New crop market lambs are 225 to 230. And feeder lambs are 225 to 315. At the Mercantile Exchange, live cattle futures were lower yesterday. June finishing at 132.30, down 42. August at 132.52, down 22. October, 138.20, down 42. And December, 143.92, down 32. Feeder cattle were mixed. May 154.60 was up a dime. August feeder cattle 167.95, down 20. September 171.05, down 2 cents. October 173.65, up 17 cents. And November feeder cattle 175.57, up 35. Lean hog carcass contracts were also mixed, mostly lower. June 109.05, that was up two cents. But uh, July 107.95 down a dollar ten. August 107.70 down a dollar thirty. October 92.27 down seventy five. And at the Board of Trade, we had a mixed market yesterday as uh, corn under pressure with uh, China buying Brazilian corn in the soybean pits. Meal and oil was down. And overnight, we had a mostly lower market as well. July corn down another dime overnight, sitting at 762 this morning. Oats down a penny at 679. The July wheat down 27 at 1120. Soybeans for July down a penny at 1680. And meal actually up 80 cents, $425 a ton. Barrel and block cheese were both down yesterday, both sitting at $2.30 a pound this morning. The butter was up a penny at 289 and a half. Class three prices were higher. May up three at twenty five eleven. June up a nickel at twenty four twenty. July up twelve at twenty four forty five. August up twenty five at twenty four twenty. September up twenty four at twenty three ninety four. And that's a look at our markets this morning on Wax. Brought to you by Rural. Mutual insurance, and oh, it's getting close. Ready for a fun night of country music? Loyal Wisconsin is. Farm Tech Fest is coming, hosted by Rail Acres and Rustic Occasion just south of Loyal on Wednesday night, July 13th. Farm Tech Fest featuring Madison County Sawyer Brown and Joe Nichols. On-site camping is also available, so get your tickets now at farmtechfest.com. Sponsored by Partners Bank, Rooney Grain, Wax Radio, Zastro the Beer Man, Forward Insurance, 
Munson Bridge Winery, Colby Chrysler, RZ Builders, and Rural Mutual Insurance. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And we're going to get to some of our farm news, but first of all, I want to pass along the loss of a really, really good guy, Louis Rosendick, and over in central Wisconsin, you knew Louis as... Well, he was a high school ag teacher once he graduated from River Falls. He was at Cochran Fountain City, and then he moved back over to central Wisconsin to Auburndale for a while. Then he became the county agent in Wood County. Louis passed away on Monday at 97, and I saw this, and I just smiled. You know, it's sad to see losing a, a good friend, but Louis was such a good guy and so full of energy and and uh, just always had good things to say about everybody. Louis loved golf. He loved his church. He loved to travel. And he loved, he and Libby, his wife, loved their Manhattans. And uh, they all, always had time for a Manhattan. It was always funny to, to go someplace where they were going to be, watch them drive in or drive away. And Libby always drove, and Louis sat over there in that passenger car. It was like mom taking her little son, because Louis was only, I don't know if he was five foot two, maybe five foot one. He wasn't a very tall guy. But Libby always drove, and Louis sat in the passenger seat as like a mom taking her son to soccer practice or someplace. But, uh, and he always had a spot, and he loved to have Libby drive. He didn't care. It didn't bother him a bit. And they had five kids, and graduate of Granton High School. And, uh, again, he, he always told me about, well, you said come up to our hunting shack. It was the old school I went to, the old Auburn school. He, he bought it for a hunting shack. And, uh, I'll tell you, I gotta tell you a story about we were in Kansas City, our National Association of Farm. Every, like I said, every time I think of Louie, I smile. I can't be sad. He was 97. I know he lived a good life and I know he's, uh, sitting with the good Lord right now. But uh, we were in Kansas City, and Louie always came to our broadcasters meeting with uh, his buddy Jack from the radio station, WFRV, over there in uh, Wisconsin Rapids. And uh, they came, and I remember we always had a, a night. It was called a turkey trot, wild turkey. They gave away bottles of wild turkey. You play some games. I don't know. You threw darts or some darn thing. And everybody got a half pint of uh, wild turkey, and you end up with three or four of those at the end of the night. And then they had a contest. And the guy that did scored the most won a big jug, like a gallon of wild turkey. Well, Louie won that one year. The whole gallon of wild turkey. And before we left Kansas City, we had about half of it gone. <laughs> and had a, just a... a fun time and i remember the time when they were first there well louie and jack they were in the hotel room at the weston crown center if you know where that is in kansas city if you've ever been down there as an ffa boy or girl before the ffa left kansas city and the ffa kids would come over and ride the glass elevators up and down and uh just a great place for a convention and in those rooms, of course, they always had those refrigerators and those cabinets stocked with liquor and pop and candy and all that stuff. And first time, they, nobody said anything to Louie because he came down and said, wow, you should see what you got that in your room, all that booze and stuff. Yeah. Well, nobody thought he was going to drink it. But uh, he and Jack, over the course of, uh, well, we were there three, four, five days, kind of emptied that thing out, not knowing that that stuff wasn't free. And they got their bill, and their bill was probably one of the most expensive of anybody that was at the convention that year. But uh, I always think of Louis Rosendick, and I always smile because he always had a smile on his face and good things to say about everybody. So, Louis, my dear friend, 
rest in peace. You uh, you made this world a better place, and you made the lives of so many people, including yours truly, so much better and so much more enriching. And uh, Louis will be laid to rest next Wednesday at uh, St. Vincent de Paul Catholic Church. Visitation next Tuesday from 4 to 7 at the Ritchie Funeral Home in Wisconsin Rapids. So we lost a good one, but uh, for always a friend, Louis Rosendick over in Wisconsin Rapids. Louis, my buddy, rest in peace. We'll never forget you, that's for sure. Thursday morning at Wax, 18 minutes after 5, and we've got some farm news. Jill, what's going on? Labor negotiations between the United Auto Workers and Case New Holland don't seem to be progressing very well. In a report this week on the Ag Connection, talks have stopped after a plan for increasing wages and health insurance benefits was turned down by the union. Those talks early last week were the first since workers went on strike on May 2nd at plants in Racine and Burlington, Iowa. Company officials are upset that the union has walked away from the bargaining table and didn't even present the company's latest proposal to union members for a vote. According to those reports, no date has been set to restart the talks. And in other news, Governor Tony Evers is out today talking about his support for the state's meat processing industry. After a visit to Denmark this morning, he will travel to Plum City this afternoon to tour the J.M. Watkins plant in Plum City. So far this year, the governor has earmarked $15 million to help the industry expand and modernize with two separate grant programs. J.M. Watkins received one of the first grants offered earlier this month. And he'll be over there in Plum City about 1 o'clock if his uh, schedule uh, holds true. All right, coming up, we're going to talk about the salt industry. What's that all about? We'll find out next. Feeding information to the folks who feed you. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Well, what do spa bathrooms, table salt, and mineral blocks all have in common? They can all be made of the same ingredient, Himalayan pink salt. I'm Stephanie Hoff from the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison. And not too far away from where we are is Miracle Salt Collective. They source their pink salt from the Himalayas to reach the health, home decor, and food market. But agriculture is their largest customer. General Manager Clayton Schimitz tells us all about this pink salt and what it can do for you and your livestock. The pink salt, regardless of what product we're putting together, regardless of what market we are in, all the salt is the same. Um, it is indigenous to the foothills of the Himalayas. It's the only uh, region in the world where it is found. And depending on how you use the product, if you heat it, if you consume it, um, there are tons of benefits and, and uses for the pink salt, which is, again, universally um, all the same. What is the benefits of this salt that you source and sell? Sure. So when it comes to um, table salt, we'll start with human consumption. Uh, there's 80-plus minerals that are naturally occurring. And it includes iron, magnesium, calcium, tons of minerals that are beneficial to a healthy diet. And again, naturally occurring within the salt. That also goes hand in hand with the animal feed industry. So when it comes to livestock feed, farmers and owners can rest assured that their livestock is getting the same quality salt that is on um, tables for kitchen use. You know, another thing you described to me that makes this salt unique is that it acts almost as a magnet, taking the things you don't want to breathe in out of the air. 
Correct. So that ties into um, our decor and aesthetic as well as our health and wellness industries. Uh, so when you heat the salt, it, it produces negative ions. It attracts positively charged particles in the air. It works both externally in the air itself and internally for, for uh, breathing. So when it comes to uh, saunas, having it in a closed space, really heating it up, you want to make sure it's a dry heat. We usually recommend uh, infrared heating. It, it can help with viruses that you have. It does help with COVID. It also helps with asthma and any internal breathing and congestion issues you may have. When it comes to our decor pieces, when you have a salt lamp in a room, and again, when you heat it, it will attract positively charged particles in the air, pollen, dandruff, bacteria, any unnatural toxins, again, that are positively charged, they will stick to the lamp. And over the course of time, if you see a salt lamp that has been in a room and opened and exposed, it will wilt down and you'll see white crystals build up at the base. That's the actual scientific reaction of pulling those toxins out of the air, combining with it, and then shedding. So it actually acts as a, a natural air purifier. And Mineral Salt Company is based in Wisconsin. Uh, what is your background that kind of led you into this field? The owners of the company are originally from Pakistan, and I've been family friends with them essentially since they got stateside. Turned into a business relationship. Um, in 2014, the uh, head board members of the company, they were in Pakistan actually looking at um, an alternative for road salt. And then we found out with the COA, the Certificate of Analysis, and the breakdown of the salt that it's actually too pure. It's, it's too miraculous, if you will, of a product to just throw on the side of the road is just road salt. And we got into the different benefits and, you know, speaking to, again, the different industries and products that we just covered. Again, I've been in a background of selling different products with different companies. I've never felt better about selling something in my life because there's literally no con to this product. It's it's all pros. Another pro that you you and I talked about before this interview is that the ethical sourcing part of it. You can't get the Himalayan pink salt from Wisconsin or the U.S. Correct. Get it from the Himalayas. Correct. So um, we are headquartered here in the U.S. in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. We do have an office overseas at the source directly. Uh, we've actually partnered with the government to oversee ethical, sustainable, transparent uh, manufacturing. We're actually the first company to take um, A at the source, mining it, logistics, shipping, packaging, branding, create a retail brand that goes to the end consumer, uh, not just in the U.S., but on, on a global level as well. And it's interesting that uh, a product that you may associate with pampering or flavor sure. is that agriculture is actually your largest customer. As of right now, yes. So we actually launched our animal salt in the summer of 2020, essentially hand-in-hand hand with the pandemic, unfortunately. Lucky enough to meet with uh, animal feed retail stores. So we approached um, feed stores in the, in the Wisconsin and northern Illinois area uh, directly, got enough buzz, worked with about 60 stores and then we started working with distributors and the nice thing is with our with our pricing and business model we can work with uh, consumers directly or retailers or distributors or all three and maintain comfortable margins down the supply chain even to the end consumer so tell me about your end consumer it's not just horses uh, which we mentioned earlier but you know cattle deer other animals Yes, yeah, so as far as livestock goes, um, it's great for horses, cattle, uh, goats, donkeys, essentially the, the 
bulk of livestock. There's also a wildlife aspect to it. Um, we we coin it deer attractants. It, it is an attractant. You put it out in the woods, you'll have bucks, you'll have doe. They'll they'll come to it. They'll graze without any um, added you know chemicals or smells that come right to the salt. It's also great for bison. It's great for moose, for elk. So it has you know, a livestock just as much equally as a, as a wildlife uh, aspect to it as well. How is your supply chain then? If you, you are an international company sure. and you have a global supply chain, how's yep. that going? As any company or person that works um, with international logistics right now, you know, given the, the war overseas, it, it's, it's difficult as a whole. Um, so it doesn't affect us necessarily any more than anyone else. However, us having a direct link at the source when it comes to pricing, when it comes to supply chain turnaround time, um, when it comes to introducing new products due to demand in whatever market industry it may be, uh, we are absolutely the company to work with when it comes to Himalayan pink salt. And Himalayan sea salt. I got some uh, sea salt from Hawaii, which is awfully, awfully good, especially around the rim of those margarita glasses. You a margarita person? Yes, I am. Well, we got some good salt from Hawaii right out of the ocean. It's good stuff. So uh, pink sea salt this morning. Hey, we've got more coming up just 28 minutes after 5. Rocky's going to join us over at Premier Livestock next. Keeping it rural. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And let's get over to uh, Premier Livestock and with you. Rocky was with us. Hopefully you didn't have a turkey hunting tag for this week because yesterday was pretty wet in the woods. We do, we do. But it's, <laughs> it's, it, it, it's it's hard to get out there. I don't know. We got too much going on this time of year. I guess. Well, I guess if you got out there yesterday, you'd have got wet, and you'd deserve to get one if you were out in that weather. But uh, yep. getting better now, warmer and uh, warming up over the weekend. But in the meantime, and what you guys are doing? What on Monday? We we are we are closed. The office is closed. No auctions Monday. But uh, regular hours for unloading uh, equipment and uh, cattle. All right, so uh, but no sale, but we've no got sale. sales all this week. How this been going? Uh, thank you, Bob. Uh, good morning, everyone. This uh, yesterday's dairy cattle auction shaped up. We sold 165 head of dairy cattle with one tie stall herd, top fresh cows, 17 to 23. Many other milk cows from 12 to 16.75. We had a really, really nice run yesterday of high quality spring and heifers. Most of them selling from 15.50 to 19 and a half. Uh, lesser quality cows and spring and heifers, 11.75 and down. Next week, Wednesday, two two tie stall herds, one very nice herd, averaging. 77 pounds of milk, 150 stall count, lots of 90 to 125 pound cows. Also have 14 fancy fresh two-year-olds that are parlor freestall. Uh, got another nice run of spring and heifers. Uh, don't forget, like I said, uh, get your equipment in for June 17th machinery auction. Uh, next Tuesday is your advertising deadline. Like I said, we'll be open Monday for receiving equipment. Uh, the rest of this week, very, very important to get that equipment in. Uh, looking for a very large auction. Full list of equipment on our website at premierlivestockandauctions.com or give us a call at Premier 715-229-2500 and that's the way it shaped up, Bob. Ah, sounds good. All right, Rocky, uh, well, I guess, is it still drizzling over your way over there to Lublin? Or yeah, it kind of looked kind of, everything looked kind of wet out there. Yeah, we def, we absolutely had a soaker, so I guess we do need some heat to dry that out. Yeah, we had about an inch and a third over here, so uh, we settled the dust. Yep, that's for sure. Well, good luck on the rest of the turkey hunt. All right. Sounds good. There he goes.
Have a happy Memorial Day. Rocky Olson over there at Premier Livestock in Withy. And uh, we're about 28 minutes before 6 o'clock. We'll check that weather, see what Memorial Day is all about, and uh, when we can have a few days that would be good for haying. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Well, hopefully the wind's going to die down and the sun's going to come out eventually, but I don't know when. Let's find out. Mike Dandry is over at Skywarn 13 this morning. Morning, Mike. Well, I know he's over there. He's just waiting for us to call, but uh, saw Mike on the air earlier on TV telling us we got one and a third inches of rain yesterday around the area, and it's not quite done yet. But uh, when is it going to stop? Mr. Mike. He's typing. I can hear him typing or doing something in the background, and he uh, hasn't looked at his clock yet. We'll see if he does uh, show up on the air here in a moment with us. But uh, right now, I can tell you what Mike is forecasting for today. Cloudy and 61, and the breeze is uh, dying down a little bit, according to what uh, Mr. Dandry has projected for our weather for today. Is that right, Mike? That is correct. And uh, breezes are dying down. Yesterday, we had a, a rather breezy morning. And, uh, well, we should dry out for most of the day. We may have a few lingering showers here and there, but uh, some locations even seeing a little bit of patchy fog out there this morning. Now, that'll start to die off by the mid-morning hours as well. Slightly warmer today than yesterday, but not really by much, only warming up into about the low 60s for our highs. Going into tonight, we'll see a few more breaks in the clouds and eventually clear out later as our lows dip to the mid-40s, so it is going to be a bit of a chillier night ahead. Now, tomorrow, that gives way to plenty of sunshine and warmer temperatures back into the low to mid-70s, so running right along our seasonal averages. But then going into tomorrow night, we'll start to see some more clouds move in, possibly a chance of a scattered shower and maybe a thunderstorm uh, going into early Saturday. Otherwise, partly sunny and still warming up. Highs getting into those mid to upper 70s and going into Sunday, partly sunny conditions, maybe a slight chance of a few showers and thunderstorms again early in the day. But our highs getting into the mid 80s, so it's really going to feel like summer for what some consider to be the unofficial start of summer and for memorial day it looks like we'll have uh, sunny conditions and maybe a slight chance of a shower and thunderstorm uh, early in the day but again clearing out later in the afternoon giving way to more sunshine and highs getting close to that 90 degree mark and will maintain pretty warm temperatures through about the first half of next week and by wednesday that's when we start to cool it off a little bit but still around our averages as we uh, top out in those mid 70s with partly sunny conditions on wednesday we are still hanging out in the clouds right now in a few locations, still seeing some lingering showers and a temperature of 49 degrees in Eau Claire right now. And as we look ahead, I peeked ahead at the forecast. It looks like next week, maybe starting on Tuesday, we got a string of some sunny days without rain. That's what it, it's possible. I mean, we can't rule out with temperatures that warm. We can't yeah, rule out yeah. a chance of a convective shower or thunderstorm. But aside from that, it looks like we'll be uh, mainly sunny. So we'll feel like summer. Ah, that's good. we got some hay to start making next week, so we need some days to string together without moisture. As they say, make hay while the sun's still shining, right? Uh, hopefully it will start shining pretty soon. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Uh, thanks, Mike. Thank you, Bob. There he goes, Mike Dandry over there at Skywarn 13 with our look at the weather forecast. 23 minutes before 6 o'clock, and again, uh, looking for a high only today, about 61, but warming up over the weekend. Loyal Wisconsin is ready for a party, and it'll happen in July. It's Farm Tech Fest, the newest addition to Clark County Farm Technology Days. It'll feature 
Madison County. Sawyer Brown and headliner Joe Nichols. Camping, food, and fun Wednesday night, July 13th, just south of Loyal. Tickets on sale now at farmtechfest.com. Sponsored by Partners Bank, Rooney Grain, Wax Radio, Zastro the Beer Man, Forward Insurance, Munson Bridge Winery, Colby Chrysler, RZ Builders, and Rural Mutual Insurance. Agriculture. It's a Wisconsin way of life. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And uh, we're looking for, again, about 61 today. Got an inch and a third of rain yesterday. And uh, let's find out what's going on as far as the news is concerned as we head into the newsroom. And uh, Morgan McCarthy is with us. Good morning, Morgan. What's going on? Good morning. Here's what we're learning today. We'll start with an update. And it was a review that indicated reasonable force was used in a local incident. Eau Claire County Sheriff's Office completing that investigation regarding a recent incident in Altoona. Now, all investigative reports and evidence turned over to the Altoona Police Department for administrative review. It was Altoona Police Officer Ed Bell, nine years in law enforcement, that responded to an active threat involving an armed individual. That's what the report was about. You can find full details and the original report and complaint online at 715newsroom.com. On the state level, a new system is launched for assault kit tracking. It's Wisconsin Attorney General Josh Call that said all sexual assault kits collected by a sexual assault nurse examiner would be tracked so people can see the location of their kit. Anyone who turns in a kit will get a barcode for tracking purposes so that information remains confidential. The new system is called track kit. You can find more information online at 715newsroom.com. Well, we've been waiting for summer for a long time this year, it seems, right? And if you're looking for a summer job, well, WalletHub says Madison is not too far down on the list, ranking 22nd for cities and summer jobs. If you're looking for the top spot, though, you'd have to hop a plane and go to the Sunshine State. Probably no surprise that Tourism Hub Orlando is top of the list. Oh, we look to Mother Nature, where a state you don't usually associate with wildfires is heating up. Iowa not usually a hot spot, especially compared to our western states, but there are some trouble signs for this summer. And it's actually showing that Iowa in August is going to have a drier August, and so the wildfire threat might be more. Ryan Schlater there with the Iowa Department of Natural Resources fire program going on to say... We've sent people all over the west, and, and even down south, too. We've sent people down to Georgia, Florida, Texas, and then pretty much all the states out west. Says the fire season over the last several years has been more intense, with more forest fires more often. And we take a road trip to the Big Apple, where the streets are coming alive and probably a little bit of fun to be had as well. They're back for Fleet Week. More than 2,000 members of the U.S. Navy, Coast Guard, and Marine Corps will be hitting the city streets in their white uniforms today as their ships dock around New York's five boroughs. It's the first Fleet Week since 2019 because of the pandemic, and several ships will be open for public tours during the week. A full schedule of events is available on the Fleet Week website. I'm Trey Thomas. From here in our local 715 newsroom.com. We go back to the barn with Bob Bolsol, Jill Welke, and the Midwest Farm Show on Wax 104.5. The first voice of agriculture in Wisconsin for over 35 years. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And it's time to get some of the market information on this Thursday. We start by going to the equity barn at Barron and Robert has the numbers from the sale yesterday. Call cows. Top 20% sold from 75.50 to 87 with a top 87.50. 60% sold from 59 to 75. Bottom 20% sold from 58 and down. Cold bulls selling from 88 to 105. 
Quality Holstein bull calves, 70 to 160 with a top of 170. Quality Holstein heifer calves, 55 and down. Light and poor quality calves, 60 and down. Beef calves, 100 to 285. On Saturday, May 21st, we had a sheep and goat and beef cattle sale. Replacement beef bulls, 725 to 2225. Bred beef cows, 1150 to 1850. Feeder lambs, 130 to 295. Fat lambs, 10250 to 227.50. Use 40 to 97.50. Ram, 72.50 to 102.50. Billy goats, 165 to 352. Does were 50 to 175. Kid goats were 20 to 150 per head. Our next sheep and goat beef and machinery sale is June 18th at 10 a.m. If you have any questions, or would like someone to come to the farm and look at your livestock, please call the Barron Market at 715-537-5618. Thank you, and have a good day. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And more markets as we head down to the uh, equity barn at Florida. Let's hear what Scott has to say. Slaughter cow market was steady today with 20% of cows, 78 to 87 60% of the cows sold 60 to 77, and 20% of the cows sold 59 and down. Slaughter bulls were steady with the high-yielding bulls, 90 to a dollar. The canner and utility bulls, 89 and down. Fed cattle were steady to strong today with the choice overnight beef steers and heifers, 142 to 150 with a top of 151. Your select to choice beef steers and heifers, 125 to 141. Your choice dairy cross steers and heifers, 120 to 139. Your choice overnight Holstein steers, 128 to 132.50. Your choice Holstein steers, 115 to 127. And a standard to select steers and heifers and heavyweight steers, 114 and down. Replacement calves are steady with the top Holstein bull calves, a dollar to a dollar thirty. Your Holstein heifer calves, 10 to 80. And the beef calves, 170 to 255. Just a reminder, this coming Monday will be closed for Memorial Day. And Wednesday, we'll be having a regular slaughter sale as usual. Thursday, next Thursday, June 2nd, will be our next dairy feeder sale with dairy starting at noon, followed by feeders at 1230. And we do have uh, half a dozen cow-calf pairs coming and a half a dozen bread beef cows coming. So plan on attending Thursday, June 2nd, next dairy feeder sale. Thank you. This has been Scott Herman with your Sparta Equity Market Report for Wednesday, May 25th. Have a great day. For those who work in acres, not in hours, Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. All right, more market reports. Let's uh, get at it. 14 minutes before 6 o'clock. As we head over to the Equity Stratford sale barn, Jerry Fitzgerald is with us. Good morning, Jerry. Did you look at the rain gauge yet? Yeah, Bob, good morning to you. Yeah, I did. We're looking right at an inch of rain, uh, one way or the other on that line. It didn't. It's kind of dark before when I looked. But, yeah, I got a nice rain, so we need some sun now, some warm weather. Uh, folks can get back in the field, but a very nice rain soaked in, so we're thankful for that. So, but... Uh, we got to move forward here. Uh, not going to get a lot of growing done at uh, 51 degrees. Boy, here, that you know? is for sure. We'll have, well, we'll have heat over the weekend. Starting tomorrow, it'll warm back up, and then it should be nice and warm. Well, what's going on over at the sale barn so far this week at Stratford? 
All right, Bob, we'll tell the folks about that, and thank you, and a good morning to everyone. A summary from uh, yesterday, Wednesday here at Equity Stratford. We'll start, the feeder, start with the feeder cattle sale yesterday. Lighter weight beef steers and heifers selling mostly from $1.25 to $1.55. Heavier beef steers and heifers mostly from $105 to $145. On the Holstein line yesterday, lighter weight Holsteins from ninety ninety seven to a dollar twenty, heavier Holsteins from eighty three to a dollar sixteen. We'll move into the market auction now. Cow market uh, fully steady yesterday. High yielding Holstein cows in yesterday's auction selling from seventy eight to eighty nine, topping at ninety four and a half. Uh, most of the cows this week and also on yesterday selling between sixty and seventy seven. Thinner cows, plainer cows below sixty dollar money on the bull trade. Better quality bulls are selling from ninety three up to one fourteen. Lighter bulls below 90. On the Fed cattle market yesterday, choice grading Holstein steers mostly from $1.10 to $1.22. High yielding choice and strictly prime Holsteins from $123 to $129. And uh, select grading cattle under finished cattle, $105 and below. On the calf market this week, good quality Holstein bull calves selling mostly from $50 to $140, topping at $155. Heifer calves, $30 to $65. Those good quality beef calves, $150 to $300. Uh, topping at 340. And we are at Thursday here at Equity Stratford. We start this morning at 11 o'clock. Uh, full marketing day here on Thursday, including cow cows, uh, fat cattle, uh, market bulls, and baby calves. We'll get those about 12, 1230 this afternoon. And just keep in mind, uh, Equity Stratford will be closed next Monday on Memorial Day. We will resume next Tuesday, full marketing day on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday next week. And we have some special sales coming up at Equity Stratford here. A lot of that information is on your on our website, invite your folks to take a look at that, Equity Co-op, on the Stratford page. So, Bob, that's what we have for the folks this morning. Enjoy the day, and maybe, uh, well, we'll talk to you tomorrow morning, and maybe the sun's going to come out today sometime, right? Yeah, well, it's supposed to, yeah, well, maybe not till, maybe not clearing out until later tonight, but uh, it'll eventually, tomorrow will be a nice sunny day. Going to a parade on Monday? Um, I'm not sure. We've got now. We've got several other things already scheduled on Monday. It's uh, you know how when you get retired, Bob, you got time to do a lot of stuff. You well, know? I guess so. But the thing is, you got to do them. Yeah. Well, I know that. No, we've got uh, I've got several things scheduled for Monday already. I don't know if we go trade in or not. I'm not sure. They don't really have a lot of them around here that I heard of. Okay. I don't know. Well, you're welcome to come to Eau Claire if you want to. So yeah, we're good. One. We'll talk to you in the morning. Thank you, Bob. All right, there he goes, Jerry Fitzgerald over at the Equity Stratford Sale Barn, and a very important market report coming up next from Michelle over Tree Livestock in Thorpe. The crack of dawn never sounded so good. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And we've got uh, about 50 degrees, 61 and cloudy. We go to Tree Livestock in Thorpe. Michelle is with us to take a look at yesterday's market. Good morning, Michelle. Good morning, Bob. Well, I will say one thing. I got your Monday off. I got Monday off for you. We'll talk about that later on. But uh, first off, give us the market report from last night. All right. I'll tell you all about it. Thank you, Bob. Summing up the week of May 23rd at Shereen Livestock Market in the Slavica Market, we topped at 107. 80% 80% of the cows flip from 65 and above. Market cows were 83 to 92. Low yielding cows 67 to 82. Thin and weak cows 65 and lower. And the Holstein steer market choice in prime 120 to 130. Selects were 118 and down. For beef type steers and heifers choice 124 to 137. 
to less for 120 and down. In the bull market, high-yielding beef types came in at 90 to 103 with the utilities at 87 and down. In the replacement calf market, good quality Olsen bull cows go from 75 to $134 per head. Lighter and lower quality calves, $40 per head and down. Holstein heifer cows were 10 to $70 per head. Beef beef cross calves, 80 to 310 per head. In the hog market, butcher hogs were 70 to 83 and a half. Sows were 50 to 61 and a half. Boars were 25 and down. The next sale will be Memorial Day, Monday, May 30th. Under the new ownership, as Greg and I have sold our business to Overhauser Auctions. If you have been a consigner, a buyer, a trucker, an employee, or a spectator, over the last 25 plus years, we thank you for all your support. Our business would not have been a success without you. Special thanks to Truckers Day Fetting and Les Wandro, as they have become like family to us. Sue Belke, our clerk, who's been our second mom and been with us since we had live sales. And, of course, our boys, Matthew, Andrew, and Alex, who have put a lot of time and effort into our family business. We wish Overhauser Auctions the best. We have the greatest confidence that they'll continue to provide you guys with the best service of all your livestock needs. And, Bob, I'm going to miss chatting with you in the morning. Been a real joy. I know. I've enjoyed it, too. So have a lot of the listeners. Listeners, I'm sure, are disappointed to hear this but happy that uh, you guys will move on to uh newer things i know you got busy busy life with your family and everything else but uh we're gonna miss not hearing about william chokas and the hopeless <laughs> dairy and uh always love to have those updates from uh, all those places and we're not gonna get that anymore no, and I no longer am going to hear, boy, that Bob sure gives you a hard time in the morning, doesn't he? <laughs> well, every once in a while you could call in and we could uh, still discuss a few things, even if it's not uh, livestock prices. I can still remember the first time you asked me about a pulled Hereford. <laughs> I could have <laughs> <I could've> died. <laughs> Well, all you were all you were there for to, to give us the number, but you've grown in the business. You know all about pole oh. herfords and everything else. I know it all now, That's no right. doubt. Well, over but. the years, you guys maybe had one of the uh, few sale rings in the livestock sales industry that actually held a wedding. No kidding! Yeah, it's just weird, and that that yeah. they're going to have their anniversary coming up here in a few months. Oh so. boy. So what are you going to do yeah. with your time? Are you uh, you retiring and Greg retiring or you got other things going on? I am actually going to be working at the um, therapy and fitness, um, Dunamis Therapy and Fitness in Thorpe here. Mm-hmm. I'll be working there three days a week and Greg is starting some new adventures as well. And our family has grown so much. Mm-hmm. You know, we have three grandkids and you can't spend enough time with them. No, that is for right? sure. And just, you'll... Uh, this will give you time to bake more of those world-famous chocolate chip cookies and all that sort of stuff, right? Right. I was, you know, I made food from last month, or this last Monday sale, and I kept thinking to myself, why, this is the last time I'm going to make food for the sale, and this is the last time Bob's going to be able to give me a hard time about having <laughs> something there to eat for people and making it difficult for me to make sure I have something out there. So. Well, that's... <laughs> It's been a wonderful ride these last few years. Uh, it's been a long time that we've been on the air together, and uh, we've enjoyed it. And believe me, our listeners uh, have enjoyed it as well. And we're going to miss you on the air, but hopefully we'll uh, see you down the road, you and Greg, and we wish you nothing but the best. 
I'm sure you'll see us at Farm Tech Days or dairy, any type of dairy breakfast. I'm sure you'll yeah, see if us. You want to see Michelle and, yeah, if you want to see Michelle and Greg at the dairy breakfast, those breakfasts that end at 11, they'll be there about 10.30, or if they end at noon, they'll be there about <laughs> 11. You know what? You're not an early riser. Oh, come on. There's been some that I've been there early for. You just happen to get there right away. I can't get up that early in the morning. <laughs> well, you don't I have to now. You don't have to now. I know. I think it's just programmed in me. Who knows? I we'll know. see what happens. Do you, do you put your cell phone on the nightstand when you go to bed? I do. Oh, yeah. give, me, give me your cell phone number, then I can call you a couple times and wake you up. <laughs> Yeah, that's okay. Uh, I'm sure I'll be listening. I hope so. Michelle, hopefully we'll see you soon. And again, uh, we wish you and Greg nothing but the best. And uh, thank you for all your service to agriculture and all those polled Herefords over the years. Yeah, thanks, Bob. It's been a real, it has been a real joy talking to you in the morning. You've been a lot of fun. We've enjoyed it all. Thank you, Michelle. And, and good luck. Michelle Tureen over there at uh, No Longer Tureen Livestock as the, the world changes and uh Greg and Michelle have sold a business. When you don't have the right tools for the job, hard work just gets harder. But with an LS tractor from Synergy Cooperative, you'll have the right tool every time. These heavy-duty tractors are loaded with features, providing the quality, capacity, and comfort for you every time. Be ready for spring with a new LS tractor and attachments including tillers, rotary cutters, box plates, and more. Visit Synergy Co-op in Ridgeland to experience the LS difference. Test drive today. Customer owned, community-minded. going to be a lot different. She's always been there in the morning uh, when we needed a smile. It's always fun to have Michelle on to give us that smile. We will miss her. Synergy, bringing us Synergy Co-op, bringing us the rest of our markets. Board of Trade overnight, July corn down 10 at 762. The oats down a penny at 679. Wheat down 27 at 1120. Soybeans down a penny at 1680. And meal up 80 cents a ton, $425 a ton. Country elevator prices. Wheat and grain, Chippewa Falls and Connersville location. Corn at six ninety nine with soybeans at sixteen twenty four. Doomer's Grain of Holman and Buck Country Arcadia corns at seven twenty and soybeans are at sixteen forty three. And on our DTN screen, seven thirty nine the corn price at Golden Plump today at uh, Baldwin and Mondovi six ninety two on the corn sixteen ten on the beans Duran sixteen ten on the beans six eighty eight on the corn Elmwood corn six ninety two beans sixteen fifteen Fall Creek six eighty three and sixteen dollars even on the beans at Osseo six ninety seven for the corn soybeans sixteen fourteen at Elk Mound. Seven dollar corn, beans at sixteen twenty seven. Sparta six ninety five, and beans at sixteen twenty five. Ellsworth six eighty three and fifteen eighty eight at the ethanol plants. Boyceville seven forty two. Stanley seven thirteen to Richmond seven oh eight. Barrel and block cheese both down a little yesterday. Both sitting at two thirty a pound. The butter up a penny at two eighty nine and a half. May class three up three at twenty five eleven. June up a nickel at twenty four twenty. July up twelve at twenty four forty five. August up twenty five at twenty four twenty. September up 24 at 23.94. Cloudy today, still a little rain shower out there around the area in some places. Later on, it'll clear off. Tomorrow should be sunny in 76. Right now, about 50 degrees. You've been listening to the Midwest Farm Report. Available at WaxRadio.com in its entirety every day. Brought to you in part by Bluff Country Feed and Seed in Montovi. And the Chilson family of brand dealerships, Chippewa Falls and Kadok. On-demand content at WaxRadio.com.